welcome to the Highly Sensitive Podcast. I'm Lauren LaSalle, and I'm a licensed therapist, highly sensitive person, and HSP coach. This bi-weekly podcast is meant for highly sensitive people and their loved ones, as both experiences will be discussed. Thank you for joining me, and let's begin. Welcome to the Highly Sensitive Podcast. I'm Lauren LaSalle, and today I wanted to talk a little bit about some things that are important for highly sensitive people to incorporate into their lives, as well as some tools and strategies. So first of all, it's very important for HSPs to find space for downtime, time for themselves, time to decompress. That is something that in general, we need on a daily basis in order to not feel so overwhelmed and emotional and feel more balanced. Being able to find moments for yourself, as well as a good spot in your home, somewhere that you can have complete time to yourself in order to decompress. And that may mean scheduling a time with your family so that they know this time is for you, because it is so important to be able to get that time on a daily basis if you are able to. And obviously, sometimes life happens, it gets in the way, and it's just not possible to have that time to yourself, but really making an effort to get that time can be so important and make a really big impact on how you feel. Another thing that is important for everyone really, but especially for HSPs, is getting enough sleep. I know for myself that if I don't get enough sleep, I really feel it the next day and I feel very tired and sometimes I have physical symptoms like nausea or headaches. And you can look into sleep hygiene if you're not familiar with that to get some ideas about things to do to help you get a good night's sleep. And these are things like making a bedtime routine, limiting electronics before you go to bed, making sure that you have a dark, cool room to sleep in. And if you need some sort of background noise to fall asleep, making sure you have that, things like that. Another thing that can really help HSPs is limiting the intake of negativity, such as the news or violent TV shows and movies. So I'm a person that really enjoys true crime, horror movies, all of that stuff, but I have noticed that it tends to make me feel stressed out and just not great if I watch too much of it or if I'm exposed to too much of it all at one time. So knowing yourself and knowing what type of balance you need is important really for everything, but especially being aware of how much negativity you are exposed to and that you take in. So like I said, know your triggers and plan accordingly. Pay attention to how certain things make you feel and be aware of what you need to do for yourself to feel more balanced. Something that can be helpful with regulating emotions and feeling more balanced mentally are any type of grounding tool. One that I've had a lot of positive responses to from clients is grounding with all of your senses. Doing this takes you out of that headspace where maybe you're ruminating, you're overthinking, you're feeling anxious or sad, and it puts you into the present moment. So to do this, you focus on what do you see around you, and you really want to look and make a mental note about what you see. So For example, I see a tree outside the window, it has green leaves, it has gray bark, things like that. So really noting what things look like, what colors you are noticing, if you can smell any smells, 
if you can taste anything in particular, noticing what you can physically feel with your body. So how do your feet feel on the ground? And if you're sitting down in a chair, how does your back feel on the chair? Pay attention to what you can hear. Are there any subtle background sounds that you weren't aware of before you brought your attention to this? That's grounding with the senses. And the good thing about this exercise is that you can really do it anywhere. You can do it at home, at work. You can do it if you are out somewhere and you are feeling really overwhelmed or anxious and people won't even know that you're doing it. Another tool that can be helpful, which sounds pretty basic, um, is deep breathing. And most of us tend to breathe up in our chest, not in our belly, in our diaphragm. And to take a really full deep breath, you have to use your diaphragm. So to do this, you breathe in through your nose. And as you breathe in, your belly should push out. And if it's helpful, you can put your hands on your stomach and feel it move up and down as you breathe in and out. So as you breathe in through your nose, your belly should expand. As you breathe out slowly through your mouth, all of the air should leave your belly, so it will go down. And that's how you take a nice deep breath. And something that can be helpful is if you count to four as you breathe in, and then you hold your breath and count to seven, and then count to eight as you slowly breathe out. So inhale for four, hold for seven, exhale for eight. And the part of the breath that really helps calm you down is breathing out. So you want to make sure that that part of the breath is nice and slow. Another exercise that can be helpful, especially before bedtime, if you have trouble falling asleep, is progressive muscle relaxation. To do this, you work up or down your body, tensing and relaxing groups of muscles. So say you want to start with your feet. You would curl your toes for a few seconds and then relax them, and then tense your calves for a few seconds, and then relax. And you do this the whole length of your body, finding different muscle groups to tense and relax, and this will physically relax you. And it will also be something that can take you out of that overthinking space, like if your mind is racing before bed, because you are focusing your full attention on tensing and relaxing your muscles. Another type of grounding strategy is making a list of a category, and you could do this either just in your head or you can write it down, whichever works better for you, depending on where you are and what you're doing. So some examples could be thinking about different types of animals, different types of food, different types of movies, different types of plants, whatever you want to do. So this exercise also puts you in the present, fully focused on one thing. You could also take a mindful walk, which is when you go for a walk and really focus on what's around you. So you can use grounding with all of your senses during a mindful walk and paying attention to what you feel on your body, what you hear, what you see. You can also mindfully eat something. So you can find a piece of food before you eat it. Notice what it looks like, what it feels like, what it smells like. Chew it slowly to really notice the texture of it, the flavor of it, what it feels like inside your mouth, what it feels like when you swallow it. Is it dry? Is it juicy? Really noticing things that we tend not 
to pay much attention to. Something that also can help you regulate your emotions is being aware of what your vulnerability factors are. So these are things like not getting enough sleep, not eating enough, not drinking enough water. There are others depending on the person, but things like what I just mentioned could really have a negative impact on how you're feeling. For me, and I think this is common for a lot of HSPs, if I don't get enough sleep, I can really feel it the next day, and that definitely has an impact on my mood. And if I'm really hungry, and I think hangry is the word, um, it can really impact how I'm feeling, and I tend to get more irritable. So being aware of these things about yourself are really important so you know how you might respond in these types of situations. And you can be aware of that and try not to have it go too far, like lashing out at somebody because you are sleep deprived or you're feeling really hungry and irritable. And just making sure that you are aware of what your body needs. So if you're starting to notice that you're feeling a little hangry, recognizing that you're feeling like this because you need to get something to eat. Self-acceptance, self-esteem, and self-compassion are important in general for everybody but especially for highly sensitive people, since it can sometimes be very frustrating when you feel like you aren't able to do what other people can do, or when certain things affect you more than they seem to affect others. Some things you can do to help build these is writing a list of accomplishments or positive things about yourself that you can then go back to when you're feeling down, and you can remind yourself about things that are positive about you, things that you have accomplished. Sometimes that can be really helpful, and when you're in that negative mindset, it can be difficult to think of these positive things, so having a list that you can return to and look at in those times can be really useful. You could also have other people in your life write letters to you about what they appreciate about you, and this can also be a great thing to do for children, especially if you have a highly sensitive child who seems to struggle with self-esteem and negative self-talk. And then you can go back and read those letters when you feel like you need some encouragement and a self-esteem boost. And of course, it depends on who you feel comfortable asking to do this for you. One of the last things I want to say is that it's important for HSPs to understand that there's nothing wrong with you. This is the way that you are. And it can be really easy to compare yourself to other people and go into that negative thought spiral. And I know that I do this with work sometimes if I'm not in a great headspace or mood, but I cannot do a regular 40-hour work week. I just can't. I've tried it for multiple types of jobs, and after a while, it's just too draining. It's too exhausting. I don't have energy for anything else in my life, and I've had to accept that that's just how it is, and I have to try to not judge myself about that and instead figure out ways that I can make things work. So figuring out what does work for me. It's also important to remember that you are not too sensitive. So even though you may be more sensitive in some areas than other people, it doesn't mean that it's a bad thing. It's just a thing. Being able to be vulnerable and be sensitive can be really powerful. And just feeling comfortable being your authentic self and front of others can be, it can be really tough and it can be really beautiful at the same time. Know that the world is not set up for high sensitivity. As I was saying with my work example, you're told 
or made to feel that you are supposed to be working full time. And some of us can't. And there are other things that some of us have trouble dealing with, like going to really loud, crowded places or places that have bright lights. It's just too much and can feel really overwhelming. And that's okay. And the fact that it's difficult for us to cope with those things is not a reflection on who we are, and it's not a weakness. And know that you are not alone, that there are other people out there with this trait of high sensitivity, and being able to connect with other HSPs can be so validating and powerful. I know there are different groups, uh, like on Facebook there are some groups, or there might be different forums out there for HSPs. You can find HSPs all over social media as well, or if you have friends who are HSPs, connecting with them can sometimes be helpful just to know that there are other people dealing with these things as well. And spending time or interacting with other HSPs can help to normalize and validate your experiences. If you would like to share any tools or strategies that work for you, or if you have any ideas for episode topics, if you have any questions for me to answer on the podcast, or if you just want to write in sharing your story for me to read on the podcast, you can email all of that to me at lauren at laurenlasallecoaching.com. You can find out more about my coaching program, as well as resources and links to my social media by visiting my website at laurenlasallecoaching.com. Thank you so much for joining me, and please share this podcast with anybody who may be interested in learning more about what it means to be a highly sensitive person. Before I sign off, I will leave you with a quote. Find out who you are and be that person. That's what your soul was put on this earth to be. Find that truth, live that truth, and everything else will come. Ellen DeGeneres <laughs>